As a long-time foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. everyone. This is Nurse Mo, and welcome back to the Straight A Nursing Podcast. This is episode 136, and today I'm dropping four truth bombs about why mental health nursing is such a challenging class for a lot of students. Before we do that, though, my favorite part of the show is one I give a shout out to a listener who took the time to rate and write a review for the podcast. So this is for Brittany. Brittany writes, so amazing. Time is so precious when you are a nursing student. This podcast is worth every second spent on it. Nurse Mo gets down to the nitty gritty of what you need to know. I listen to these podcasts on my way to work to solidify what I am learning in lecture. Love, love, love. I would give a million stars if I could. Thank you, Nurse Mo, for creating this podcast and sharing your immense wealth of knowledge. Brittany, thank you so much for taking the time out of your very busy schedule to write that review. It means so much to me to hear that the podcast is helping you guys. It really does just get me off to a great start to my day. So thank you so very much. Okay, you guys, so today we're diving into why mental health nursing is so challenging for so many nursing students. I've seen it time and time and time again, where students are blindsided when they get to mental health nursing. And suddenly, even if they were doing well in other classes, suddenly start struggling more than usual or even doing poorly on exams. Now, I'm not saying any of this to frighten you or make you more nervous about this class, but I do want to give you some advance warning. When you understand why a course might be challenging, you can come up with the plan to conquer those challenges. And just as importantly, give yourself some permission to feel slightly off balance for a little bit. It's okay. I don't want you wasting precious time while you're taking this class trying to figure out why you're struggling. I just want you to work on getting past those struggles. So chances are you will find mental health to be a difficult class, and that is absolutely okay. There are some really good reasons why this class is difficult. By knowing what those reasons are, you're not going to waste energy trying to figure out what's going on. You'll already have an idea and hopefully can approach this class with more confidence and a lot less stress. So let's get to it. Why is mental health nursing such a difficult class? The first reason is you're basically starting from scratch. So with med surge nursing classes, pediatrics, even OB, you had some background knowledge that you could pull from 
from that anatomy and physiology class that you took in your prerequisites. You could review the normal functions of, say, the respiratory system or the cardiovascular system and understand the concepts behind that pathophysiology and behind the nursing interventions that you're doing. With mental health nursing, it's different. You're completely starting from scratch. You likely didn't have a prerequisite that set you up for understanding mental health nursing. And this is the number one reason why students find this course so, so challenging. So for this reason, you may need to do more reading of the text than maybe you are accustomed to. I always advocate to my students that your teachers are going to give you a ton of reading, especially for med surge and fundamentals, and it's really hard to do all of that reading. So I advocate that they just kind of scan the chapters, take turns outlining them with friends, but by no means going in and reading all of it. You can't. There's not enough time. With mental health nursing, this is one where you may need to do that. Again, divvying this up with other classmates that you trust that are accountable, each of you taking a chapter and writing a very detailed, thorough outline of that is a quick way to get all of the chapter content without having to actually read every single word of the text. So that would be a great way if that works for you and if you have the people that you trust that you can count on to do that so that you get the content from the book, but you don't have to actually read every single word. It may be better for you in the way you learn to actually read every single word. And you may need to do that for mental health. I just want to let you know ahead of time. The next reason that mental health nursing is so challenging is pharmacology. Psychopharmacology is intense. There is a lot to learn about the medications that we use and all the side effects. Psychopharmacology is absolutely awash with adverse effects and you absolutely must know what they are. And until you start using these medications regularly and start seeing how they work for a variety of patients, a variety of conditions, you may have to rely a lot on memorization. My best advice for this is group the drugs together, of course, into their respective drug classes and focus on the key characteristics for each drug class. I even made a podcast episode where I share my unique way of remembering the side effects of psychopharmacology medications, and I will link to that in the show notes. And the reason I'm laughing, you guys, is because I sing on this episode and tell goofy stories. So go and listen to that if you want to see kind of the unique way I committed a lot of side effects of these drug classes to memory for my mental health exams. The third reason that mental health nursing is such a challenging class is that there are a lot of mental health disorders and they have a lot of things similar. And sometimes it's hard for students to differentiate them. So when we're looking at 
for example, all the different types of schizophrenia. There's a lot to learn there, and you have to know how one is different from the other and and how, in some cases, they're similar to one another. Personality disorders, the same thing. So my best advice for learning content like this is to use tables. So visually being able to picture that table, that format in your head can help make it easier for you to recall information for the exam. So for instance, a table on schizophrenia, I would have on the left-hand column, the different types of schizophrenia, and my columns across the top would be, you know, main symptoms. The maybe the speech patterns have something that you could call out for each one. Maybe the different um, therapeutics are varying for each type of schizophrenia. So just kind of think about all the ways, all the characteristics that you need to know for these conditions. And that's what goes across the top of your table. And then you just go in and fill in the items. And then it's kind of spatially arranged on the sheet. For me, this is a great way to have easier visual recall of the information when I'm taking an exam. And then it's really easy to compare one to the other when they're right next to each other in table format. Reason number four, that mental health nursing can be so challenging for students is that the interventions with mental health nursing are often just words. Many interventions are what you know you might consider or hear as soft interventions and not the sort of thing that you learned about in such great detail in med search. So For example, when your patient has a pneumothorax and their oxygen levels are dropping, that's very distinct problem that the patient is having and you have very distinct actions that you will take. You're going to get oxygen on that patient. You're going to let the MD know. You're going to prepare for that chest tube to be inserted. And then once it's inserted, you're going to do all the things that you do to manage a chest tube. So the interventions in med surge are usually very, very clear with very defined parameters and goals. In mental health nursing, a lot of your interventions will be based on what you say to the patient. This whole concept of therapeutic communication is often difficult for students to master because honestly, it's not how we naturally communicate in our day-to-day life. A lot of students will take therapeutic communication for granted and think, well, I know how to talk to people. Of course, I will say the right thing, only to discover when doing like practice questions that they are constantly saying the wrong thing. So it is a completely different way of communicating. So as you are doing those practice questions, I want you to pay very, very careful attention to the rationales for these. Take notes on why the wrong answers are wrong and why the correct answers are correct and connect the dots between what the patient does, what the nurse says, and why the nurse says it. So 
every response in therapeutic communication has a therapeutic goal. And if you can remember that, and this element of mental health nursing won't be quite as challenging for you to adjust to. In addition to therapeutic communication, nursing interventions are often aimed at keeping the patient and yourself safe. If you can examine all your mental health nursing exam questions and care plans with safety as one of your overarching goals, you'll definitely be on the right track. Now, before you think that you only need to learn mental health nursing for this one class and that you can forget all of it once you pass your NCLEX, I do have some news for you. Patients with mental health disorders also have medical conditions that land them in the hospital or the outpatient setting or, you know, home health. I've never worked a single day in a psych hospital or in a clinic, but I have cared for patients with borderline personality disorder, schizophrenia, all kinds of schizophrenia, depression, anxiety, suicidal ideation, homicidal ideation, substance abuse, substance abuse withdrawal, eating disorders, bipolar disorder, acute delirium, and PTSD. So if you think you won't be a mental health nurse just because you're not working in a mental health facility, it's definitely time to rethink that notion and embrace this fascinating topic with enthusiasm and also compassion. So if this topic does interest you, I do have a couple more podcast episodes around it. So if you want to dive into taking care of patients with schizophrenia, go check out episode 81. And if you want to look at how to care for patients going through alcohol withdrawal, check out episode 75. So I hope that helps you understand why mental health might be a challenging class for you. I definitely don't want you heading into it afraid of it or nervous about it. I just want you to understand that you may need to adjust how you study, focusing a lot more on the communication aspect, maybe needing to rely on your textbook more than usual, and really understanding the psychopharmacology. It's definitely going to come into play. And if you can do all of those things, I think that you'll do really well in mental health. And I hope that you find it to be as interesting a topic as I do. So I will see you back here next week. And if you want to make sure that you get next week's episode without having to remember to go look for it, because I know you guys are all really busy, simply hit that subscribe button and it will automatically download to your device when it is released on Thursday. Have a great week, everyone. And I will see you back here next week. Bye for now. This podcast is brought to you by Straight A Nursing. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Calm Cove podcast can help you sleep deeply all night long. Calm Cove has deeply relaxing meditation music and ambient sounds like ocean waves and crackling fires. All of our episodes are designed to help you relax and to fall asleep fast. Calm Cove is brought to you by the team behind Sleep Cove, the sleep podcast that consists of spoken word hypnosis, meditation, 
and stories. So if you want to listen to a beautiful soundscape tonight, search for Calm Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see how we're helping millions of people relax and go to sleep every night. <laughs>